welcome to the Beers of Bands podcast with your host, Michael Torres. Oh, yeah. Nice to meet you, bro. Yeah, Give me a nice little bump. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we, we're unfortunately too young to drink, so we have root beer root as beer. a substitution. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's totally fine and understandable. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, just want to say that before we fully get started, the, the EP sounds sick, and uh, thank you for sending the music video over. Um, I really enjoyed it. I'm stoked to talk about uh, some elements from it. I Dude, appreciate it. Thank bro. you so thank much. You. Uh, so, I mean, if you if you've checked out any episodes, uh, basically how this goes is we kind of just talk about everything about uh, the band, uh, the EP, music video, everything else you have you guys you guys have going on. And then uh, later half of the episodes, we usually just talk about like some fun stories from you guys' time of music, whether it's like shows, tours, uh, obviously some shenanigans, probably recording the music video and, and stuff yeah. like that. Okay. Yeah. I saw your episode with, uh, I forgot the name of the band, but it was the most recent one you put out. I listened to it today at work. Uh, I just, uh, Swiss Army Wife. That one Yeah, Swiss there. Army Wife. Yeah. yeah. I listened to their music too. It's actually really fire. Right. Yeah. yeah I, I, was, I was so stoked. I listened to your episode with Arlen Gun Club. I believe oh, you had yeah. a with them and they're they're sick dude yeah. Like, yeah we met them somehow through a mutual i don't remember it was through how, steve but it was through steve i thought so i think so yeah. it was one okay. of the bands from that steve's okay okay yeah i i feel like i i met uh those guys um through like diy twitter uh like the first year of like really pushing this very hard like that's how i met like a bunch of people yeah and they've all still been like repping and homing uh like the entire time oh yeah dude good here yeah sweet uh before we get started do you have any questions i don't think so yeah no i think we're all yeah we're all set yeah I think. yeah all right sweet um as i normally do i am going to crack this beer to start the episode i don't know if you've cracked your root beer. i say i saved mine i didn't know i, 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 yeah. I was watching <laughs> you man i'm like what crack. the fuck <laughs> uh well if you guys are ready uh i'll count it down and we'll, we'll give it a shot here okay. in three two one Welcome back to another episode of Beers with Bands. This week, I'm sitting down with La- Loud Fox Colt from uh, Detroit, Michigan. How are you guys doing? Pretty good. Doing good. good. This is Jackson. That's Isaac. Austin. And uh, along with that, what do you do in Loud Fox Colt? We'll go this way again. Uh, I, pay, I play the bass, and I uh, do all the lyrics and stuff. He sings on it, though. So Okay. And then I, uh, I play guitar, mostly like backup parts and uh, rhythm guitar. Um, I also play guitar. Um, we s- will switch between leads a lot, but uh, he will write all the songs basically, like guitar and vocals, and then we all together will go over them and like, fi- like finalize we'll it. Like, yeah, yeah, just make it make it like cohesive. Yeah. Okay, sweet. Uh, for people that might not know, uh, Loud Fox Colt is like an alternative indie band, like I mentioned, from Detroit. Uh, you released uh, your debut EP back in January, uh, which I'm stoked to talk about. Um, but I mean, you guys have been, I think I saw, uh, the first release, which also just hit a million streams. Uh, if we don't count the demos came out in like 2018. So congratulations for that. Thank you. Uh, I appreciate yeah, that. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's been what 2018 to now that's 
how many years? Five, five years? Five, yeah, five years. Five, six? Yeah. Uh, like, it's it's been a, a crazy journey. Obviously, we had, like, two years of unable to do anything, but now we're finally at the time where debut EP is out, and it's called uh, Cult Classic, and it's a great collection of five songs that I feel like, because even with the singles that you guys have out prior, those still rule, and for anyone that hasn't listened to those, definitely go check them out, but I feel like this is, it allowed the this time allowed you guys to solidify as to what you guys are yeah definitely yeah i feel, I feel like the uh it was definitely like uh not a restart but it was like uh that was the stuff we had before and now this is like really what we wanted to it's put what out. it's what everything that we were doing before helped us grow into i guess right the, way, to describe the, it. the way i consider it is um like we've been doing this like t- t- together since we were like really young we're all 19 right now but uh, like we started like wanting to, I've been playing guitar since I was five. He's been like, we've, we've all just been making music for like different periods of time. And uh, like back then it was like more of a fun thing, I think, than it was like serious. But or during that gap, like, like we really put a lot of time into making sure that like everything that we do put out in the future is going to be really good. Cause we had a couple missteps, like you're terrific. We got really, really lucky with after that, some of the songs kind of like in quality trailed down a little bit, but we spent, <laughs> we spent a lot of time, like really like trying to make sure that we had like a, a solid style and something that we can build off with for the next releases coming up. So yeah, it was a fun time. I really had a really, really good time through the whole process, even though it was stressful, it was worth it. With this, uh, I think I saw somewhere like it, I mean, you guys finished recording and mixing, what, like about a, a year before it came out? Or like, what was this time frame for, that, oh, for this EP? You might've, yeah, you might've, I accidentally on a Rate Your Music put in that we recorded it for a year. So that might've been a <laughs> you saw that. But uh, no, we, we uh, we recorded it last summer and then had it mixed and put it out pretty much by instantly after it was mixed. So okay. there, yeah. there was a lot of time though beforehand that went into selecting the songs. So um, what he'll do is he'll come up with something like just like like a good idea on guitar, vo- like vocals, just the basic structure of a song, and he'll make it and he'll like upload a demo on YouTube. So he had like a whole collection of those that he had built up over like you know the coronavirus time period. And uh, we just, when we decided that we were going to, you know, actually drop like a full project finally. Yeah. Which we, we were decided in like, what was it, like April or May of the, of the before yeah. that summer? So, something yeah. like that. But we, it's always been a huge goal of ours to like drop a real project. Like I, we were kind of tired of singles. Um, we had a whole album written at one point, but then like time, a whole bunch of time passed and we like sat on it for too long and we were like, it, not, it, it's not up to par. So <laughs> we had to go, we went through those songs and we just like picked out, out of all of them, like five really really good solid tracks and we spent a lot of time like like reworking them and making sure they're like perfect and uh we got the songs recorded in massachusetts at uh, kennedy studios that whole process only took like about a week because we had all the planning like done in advance oh nice so it wasn't a year but it was a pretty solid amount of time beforehand that we were like game planning <laughs> right uh yeah no i totally understand like the whole like idea for an album and then you know you just wait on it too long and it just doesn't feel like it's really you guys anymore it's like we've already matured past this and yeah we matured and also it's like we were at that like it was at a point where we're like 16 17 18 Mm. and it was just like we were all like growing from kid musicians to like okay now we're becoming a little bit more adult about this and like actually like practicing our instruments and actually like understanding how to be musical about it and not just make up little tunes yeah 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 
and even the old stuff you can hear it's like got a little bit more I would want to say like childish but like you listen to it and you're just like the comparison like not just in the quality like of like the recording necessarily but like the song structure like you can tell that we'd like specifically like Jackson because he's the one who wrote most of them but we've all improved like leaps and bounds in our musicianship I feel like yeah and then obviously like you, we've already gone through like what you each do how does it work out with not having a like a full-time drummer in in this rotation um yeah i'd say that like uh it would definitely help out a lot i'd say uh just like especially we uh we had our uh producer at kennedy studios uh drum on it and uh but it would it would definitely help to have somebody because he like was that was like one of his first times hearing the stuff you know we sent it to him beforehand but it's like uh it would be nice to have somebody there so uh you can really like build the parts out like maybe there's a couple parts that you know at first sound really great but they could be better or whatever but um yeah I mean I think that we're really good all the three of us together writing stuff but and I think uh adding a fourth person might be like adding too many heads into the equation at least at this point that's that's what we kind of decided before we actually went and recorded we were trying to like get a drummer and solidify that and start being able to practice as a full have them come with us and and it just just wasn't working and so we all kind of decided let's all sit down because it just worked with the three of us and so let's just let's just do what works for a little while then and then when we got the songs then we'll put them on stage with the drummer eventually now the goal is though now that we have everything written and we have material that we can like practice um we really want to focus on like getting a set together so like uh we're going to get to this later but the plan is hopefully uh by the end of the summer we're all moved in together and uh the goal is like from there we want to really really start building like a good foundation to be able to like really get ready to play some like good shows because like this is something we've all wanted to do for a long time but uh also yeah shout out to steve because he absolutely bodied the drums on all the songs like super short notice showed up and he did everything on the first day like first take almost for for every single song just just brutalized it it was amazing yeah no it was yeah yeah i love uh no but yeah uh i totally get like sticking with the three of you because it's hard um no matter how many people are in the project uh it's hard letting someone in that sees the vision and you can trust to execute it the way you've already you know already had this cohesive thought with mm. um like you'd hate for you know to add a fourth person yeah you have a drummer that can you know probably help out but if they take what you guys have already established and twist it to make it not at the core what it was supposed to be that's yeah. such a rough move it is it is rough and it sucks because you really don't want to like you know make anyone like feel bad but you know like i said because we we've all we all grew up together we have we we all understand our vision for what we want we listen to not necessarily the same kind of music because we have like a diverse taste that we all pull from and stuff but like we just know because we've spent so much time doing it like we know exactly what we want so of course we do need a drummer and we probably will include a fourth person at a certain point but uh like for for now like the process that we have at least for writing songs is working like really well uh like i mentioned the cp came out back in january so i mean we're we're a few months out from when it originally came out but like take me back like do you remember the the initial response to to this i mean it being your first uh collection that isn't singles coming out i got a lot of good responses by especially just uh from like from from close friends and also just like like the 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 people that have followed us over the years that really liked your ethic and have you know 
really like uh, kind of like, you know, check out our Instagram constantly, they really noticed that it was a real growth compared to, compared to the rest of our songs. But, like a lot of the compliments were definitely in just like the production and also just like, the, you know, it was obviously like recorded in an actual studio and we, we got the help from Steve. And so people, uh, the compliments that I heard were, were really noticing just in the, the improvement in production. Yeah. I thought the reception was pretty solid as well. Everything that I've heard, uh, like everyone's opinions has been, have been generally favorable as well, which is something that really means a lot to me. Cause, uh, obviously like, you know, the whole point of being a musician is, you know, you make music for yourself and you want to be able to have fun with it. And, you know, that's a whole thing, but it all, it is also really cool that there's people that actually listen to my stuff that like, didn't, you know, obviously the people from high school who listen and stuff like that, it's always amazing. Cause we appreciate all the support, but it's just really wild to think that like, there really is people out there that I have, I don't know about. I have no clue who they are and they're streaming our songs. Like even like, like our, even though our streams have been trailing down recently, it's still crazy to like look at our Spotify for artists and like every day on, on one of our, on like losing focus, for example, we're getting like, even like 30 streams a day is like a huge deal because that's just like, that's, I don't know. That's just crazy to me. It's really cool that there's people invested in our careers like that. Yeah. I mean, and then like, especially like, I think I found you guys from, a little bit after you guys released the single for losing focus um like it was on a random like hey like new new release radar uh that i trying uh i think i've either apple music or spotify somewhere oh. out there um but uh but yeah i found it off of there and i was like okay yeah this this shit's sick like i need oh. to hit you guys thank up you. and thank you bro. i appreciate and, it dude. and then you know that the full ep drops and it doesn't disappoint um like it it it's you got fun catchy songs in there like uh letter uh letterman is like that whole chorus to me is super catchy and just fun to vibe with um but i it's been a joy listening to and getting prepared for all this oh thank you dude i appreciate that i, pre I appreciate all the research that you put into it too man yeah, i can dude. tell that you that you looked into a lot man. yeah thank you yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got to do something around here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's, the job. that's the job. No, when, yeah. you, when you brought up when you brought up the demo from 2018, I was like, oh, he heard the demo. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. There's been there, there, I try and do as much research as I can, and there's been like a couple people where like I I'll find something that yeah I'm not like full like Nardwar about it, but I tr I I aspire to be Nardwar. That's, that's about good. It. No, yeah, that's, no. That's, that's really good. Hundred percent. Yeah. Dude, to have a Nardwar interview one day would be <laughs> that would be insane. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's freaking me out. Yeah, I think I would just be nervous as to like what information he pulls out. Just like, oh man, no one's supposed to know about this. <laughs> I know. Is this your phone number and email? <laughs> yeah, I'm a <address>. Nardwar. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just thought of like a something stupid like hey uh back in 2016 you remember uh you were in this city and you just ran that whole stoplight like, something like super dumb yeah yeah no but yeah so it's been a, it's been great to listen to and i mean um obviously we're going to talk about a music video here in a little bit but you know, debut EP comes out in January. We're now sitting in in middle of May. Uh, this episode comes out uh, late June. But like, what what's on the horizon for you guys uh, musically wise? I mean, obviously, there's been some time leading up to the release of the EP, so I'm sure there's some stuff in the back pocket that's that's in the works. Yeah, I think uh, we got a couple of good songs ready, uh, definitely. Uh, but uh, we're more working on. Uh, we we've never played a show together before honestly really? 
Yeah. yeah. So uh, we're we're more working on right now. We've got like five of our songs down or so. Like just re- like like obviously we know how to play all of our all of our songs, but just like really down to a T with a drummer that we're uh, practicing with right now. So uh, I don't know. That's the really been the thing why we haven't done it in the past is because we didn't have a drummer to do it with. Mm-hmm. And uh, it is. It, I feel like it's harder to find somebody who's like. Yeah, could you just drum but have no like creative control? You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, but it's yeah. like uh, luckily we, we and, found a really solid guy who's played a lot of shows in his past, and and he's been he's been working with us, and so it's he's it, a really cool yeah. dude. And yeah. even with the creative input thing, you know, it doesn't have to be like that because obviously after spending so much time with someone, you'll be able to find a way to integrate. But I don't know if I'm speaking for everyone when I say this, but me personally, especially lately, I've been insanely motivated about this. I've been like I said, I've been a musician since I was five and like music has like always been like my passion. I know it's their passion as well. So um, like I kind of have this thing about since we started making music kind of like middle school, high school, um, like I've always wanted to be, I feel bad because maybe this is just my ego, but I've always wanted the validation of people taking us seriously. You know what I mean? So the first step was like getting really good with the songwriting process and making sure that like the actual songs themselves were like good because we want to get it to a point where it's like even someone who doesn't listen to our genre if they hear it like if i was to recommend it to them if they hear it then they can at least even if they don't like it appreciate you know they can tell they can see the effort that we put into it so after that logically the next step is we really want to get serious about playing shows like i i have always like i have like i've had like dreams about like what that feeling would be like <laughs> literally literally what Especially that feeling like a really like a really like, a really, like bigger venue and, yeah and oh yeah having that feeling of just like like big lights and, and yeah. stuff like that would, it would just be amazing. yeah i've been waiting to feel that feeling for my whole life literally but uh <laughs> um you know I, I don't know it's just it's been a super long time and i'm i'm super i'm super excited to finally like get everything kicked off the ground especially when we do uh move in together like we're gonna have a lot of time to be able to just like practice and just do everything we need to do to like stay as dedicated as possible and the worst feeling bro the worst feeling is being offered a really good opportunity and having to turn it down. Man. Constantly, it sucks because yeah. we've had we've had a couple a couple of uh, good experiences. I've recently um like I I've, I'll name drop a little bit, but like the Lumineers. If you're familiar with the Lumineers, they yeah. they texted us one time and they offered us a show, and it kind of sucked because we had to be like have a drummer, man. I'm sorry, we can't do it. And they kind of like left. They they were like, oh okay, and then they texted again. They're like. Are you sure? Because yeah. like, yeah. do you know who we are? Like, are you sure yeah. you don't want to do this? It's a pretty good opportunity. Uh, but yeah, recently something that I'm excited for, like, um, is like just talking to bands in our scene. Like uh someone on our rate your music compared us to Guitar Fight from Fooly Cooly. And um, like I, since I since then I've been really listening to that band. I like them a lot. I like them a lot. And uh, you know, like like I said, I've just been contacting some people in our scene and uh, like they they showed some interest in our music so hopefully eventually one day we could maybe see if we can get something lined up with them that would be really sick that would be that'd be awesome yeah just the bands that we listen to like pl- just playing with the bands that we regularly listen to and like like that would that would feel self-fulfilling yeah right yeah because i mean you guys in the like are you guys in detroit or like kind of you guys are in the detroit metro area at least like right north of detroit right yeah. north of it that whole scene though like in that area is killer like i've talked to a bunch of people from that area like um, sorry who users i feel like i've seen them on your show before right uh maybe i'm tripping i feel like i did they're not ringing but i mean i've had uh in a daydream danny van zant um i've had easy beach um 
Oh, easy peasy. Yeah, uh, and then I'm blanking on a few other people, but I've had like a handful of people from Michigan on, and like oh, yeah. they're all in that same like area, and like that scene is just fucking killer that you guys. Oh yeah. Yeah. There's so many venues. You go through, like, you got Detroit, and then there's all through Hamtramck, and then you got Ferndale. Like, all of the, and then still, like, Royal Oak has the big venues. There's just, like, every city has, like, that kind of, like, still city vibe, and then and then venues to, yeah. to, go, to go to. So, it's nice. And that's the thing with, like, you know, when, when we're moving out. My my plan, ultimately, with our place is I want to, I, I like, like I said, fully dedicated to music. I want to have every single room in this building besides our bedrooms be serve a musical purpose like i would want to be able to run it like a workplace if i could like i want to be able to record for people mm-hmm. meet new musicians have them jam with us and stuff like that's going to be awesome like i would i would love to get really connected in the scene like that because even those bands that you mentioned i'm going to definitely look into them after but like some of them like i'm not even familiar with you know what i mean so it's going to be really cool when we do get out there to like actually meet these people yeah, and have to establish more connections yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember, like, the first time that I, like, I, so I'm originally from Iowa and got into the scene there and started out, and, like, just the, those initial connections you meet, like, there's still people that I talk to, and it's, like, we're 10 years from that initial point, like, those people become, like, real close friends, and then, like, the house that I live in in Minnesota um, used to be basically, like, a punk house where, like, all the dudes that lived in here were in a band, and, like, they recorded, like, their EPs in, like, the living room that's right outside my room, they used a spare room as like their control center and like through shows here like making those spots feel like your own or just really inviting um are like key to you know getting connected with the scene and then just keeping the scene growing and maturing yeah that yeah, sounds heavenly that sounds yeah. like a wonderful time yeah, i'd love dude. to do that every day <laughs> <laughs> uh but i mean like i I'm, I'm stoked for when you guys finally get to hit that stage and and you know just get that uh get that ball rolling and and just keep going with all that dude first show we got you got you with tickets bro come on leading into uh what I, I know we were going to talk uh probably before we started but like the music video should be out by the time this episode comes out um it's for uh the the first song off the the ep called losing focus and i mentioned this on prior episodes but I have, in my olden age, grown very um, content and happy with uh, very minimalistic music videos. And I feel like that this one is just right up the alley. I mean, it's just you guys running around, singing the lyrics, yeah. uh, you know, going to a costume story. I think you get a tattoo at the end of it. You I also <laughs> uh, you also cut off your hair in the during the music video, which I wasn't expecting that to, to happen. But I mean, it's an all-around great time and, and great music video for that song. I feel like I appreciate that. Yeah, man. Thank, thank you so much. We uh we actually met up with uh, uh Isaac met somebody. You know what uh Omegle is? Oh uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Of course he does. Uh, yeah. So Isaac was like looking for somebody to help edit him with help edit uh, some videos for him, and uh, he met a guy named Selvi on there that actually ended up living right next to where we. Uh, recorded the album at or the ep at okay. uh so he ended up coming we invited him over and we just uh recorded a lot of stuff had a bunch of different ideas like at one point i think in it like they draw like a dick on my face <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah and so like i'm sitting in the toilet at some point yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're just having a great time with it and just like you know uh 
trying not to make it feel like war, just yeah. having fun with it. Yeah. So. Without blabbering on too much, though, I want to add a little bit more context context to what he said, because I think the story of how we found the guy was actually really, really interesting. So um, I was probably, I think I was 16 at the, at the time. And um, it was my, at, at, like my current girlfriend at that time, it was her birthday. And you know that song from SpongeBob that like, it's like, it's all about you girl, <laughs> my 16th birthday. So basically what I did was um, I took that song and I made a cover of it. And I just like played everything on guitar and I changed the words to like fit her, right? Okay. So I had no, I had no clue how to edit edit video whatsoever. Like I'd never done it before, and I was just like, man, I don't know where I'm gonna like figure this out. Because like obviously I would pay someone for it, but it was like I don't want to just like go on Fiverr or something like that. Take forever. So I go on Omegle. I don't even remember what tag I put in. I'm just like, I'm gonna look for someone to edit the video. First guy, I'm talking about like first match was 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 his name Salvi, right? And he's sitting there with his curly hair and his little headphones like this, and he's he's like, hey bro, what's up? And I'm like, I'm like. Hey man, you know how to edit videos? And he's like, I got you. Whatever it is for free right now, I got you. So I'm like, no way. So he literally did, he did it for me for free. And I've been talking to him, communicating with him since then. And uh, when we were trying to figure out places to go to uh, like get the songs professionally recorded, because we did, we wanted to take it a lot more seriously. We were looking at, um, at like producers that had worked on some of our favorite albums. So like, for example, um, I, it's, his name is slipping my mind, but the guy who, we, the first one we were looking at was the guy who produced um, uh, Also Also's last album. Hmm. um I, for, I forgot the name of the studio but we were looking at him first and uh we just basically ended up making a reddit post we were like we gave our price range and we're like does anyone know of any like reputable studios in this area so kennedy studios reached out to us on on reddit and it just so happened that they live like very near each other so we showed up at the at the uh in massachusetts and we got off the plane and we got an uber to the mall and we met salvi and he took us back to the um to the studio and we started shooting from there, basically. We only had like two or three days of solid shoot before he had to go back to college. Um, but it was it was a really good time. I'm really happy that I met him and all those people down there. Man, that's such a crazy story. Like, you always hear about people like meeting each other, like, or they're starting their bands from like Craigslist and like becoming lifelong or whatever. But like meeting someone on Omegle when you were 16 and still having that connection and then also picking a studio that just happened to be very close to them to have them yeah. also help out and record in this long run like that's that's a crazy uh chain of events that you wouldn't oh, yeah. expect to ever happen yeah no for real who would have thought and that's when you that's when you know it's just like uh, there's some times when you're just like oh this is meant to be it's meant yeah, yeah. It's supposed to happen yeah. like this is the one like there's yeah. no way we can't yeah. we can't go this way every everything really did fall into place perfectly we got scared a couple of times because like for example, like the original drummer that we were gonna have come with us, we totally thought we had him locked in and he had to he had to pull out unfortunately towards the end. So that was like a situation that was kind of like disastrous for me. I made my heart beat a little bit because we put a lot of time and money into this and we're young. So saving that amount of money at our age was like oh pretty pretty difficult. And uh I don't know, it was just it's it's something that's really it really feels good about powering through something like that and still being able to come out with something that you're really happy with. Uh, one other thing I really liked about the music video is that it's not like uh, clean cut footage. It's like old school video recorder, like handheld uh, style footage. And I just felt like that just added like a little bit more to the whole vibe and aesthetic. And I, I loved that whole touch. Yeah, they, they storyboarded everything uh, with Salvi during the recordings. Like they went into a separate room and they like really put out like a like a, an elaborate plan. It worked out well because he... Uh, He's, he wants to be some uh, like uh, some type of video editing thing for college, I believe. And uh, he needed some stuff for his portfolio. So we were, it was a mutually beneficial 
uh, thing. We like help each other a lot. Yeah, I'll, I don't know if you've ever seen it before. Uh, you you ever heard Title Fight before? Yeah. Uh, their uh, their song "Head in a Ceiling Fan." They have a music video that's like kind of similar to oh, that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, that that's kind of the inspiration for it, I guess. Yeah. Now with the with you guys like storyboarding this and like getting it prepared, was there any like element that you wanted to feature in the music video that you weren't able to do? That's a really good question. We wanted, yeah, we wanted an actual like kind of story to it. I remember originally we're, we're trying what we were trying to think of this like we're basically because Isaac was like getting his hair cut he was getting a tattoo so basically like the oh the, I remember the, the whole like gist of the of the music video was basically like, oh we're turning him into a bad guy yeah and then, like, <laughs> clown suit and then like yeah and like it, that was like the original thing and then he was the one that we were gonna wake up with like the drawing and stuff but then over time it just kind of like we started just like hanging out with Salvi more and having fun yeah. and like wasting time and so it just kind of became like okay let's just get shots yeah we just kind of threw weird whatever <laughs> yeah. let's, let's get it done let's get it done because like, like the scenes that we wanted kind of like we, we added like the, the the dick face drawing and then the me on the toilet scene like we had we had those kind of thought up but like other than that it was pretty on the on the fly yeah like yeah. we were trying to uh like one of the scenes because it was supposed to be like really like the main point of it was like supposed to be like Salvi, like the person behind the camera making Isaac into like a yeah, worse yeah. person. Yeah, like he's like talking to me with like hand signals telling me what to do, mm. just making me a bad guy. Yeah, and so like we were supposed to like he was supposed to like hand him like a pack of cigarettes or something like that. Like so just like random like props that we just never ended up doing. Yeah, yeah. 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 And uh the thing with my hair and the tattoo. Cause I'm just trying to think like, I wanted to like, just me personally, this is my thought process. I wanted to do something that would set the video apart. But I also, since we had never done a really good music video, I didn't want to go like too over the top. So I was thinking like, yeah, like, like when he brought up shooting on the VHS camera, I was like, this is perfect. Cause you can make anything look good on a VHS camera, really depending on how you shoot it. And um, I was just like, yeah, I want to do something shocking. So my hair, like having long hair has been a huge yeah. part of my life since I was since I was like a young child. I have this Nirvana poster on my wall. I was absolutely obsessed with Kurt Cobain to the point where I wanted to look like him. So that's why I grew my hair out when <laughs> I was a child, right? So it had been it had been super long since probably like fifth grade. And like no one has seen me with like short hair, basically. So I was just like, I'm just gonna yeah, this is the only only way I would ever get rid of my hair. <laughs> It was a good opportunity because I can like style it and everything now and the tattoo as well. We were all actually supposed to originally get a matching tattoo, but they were being cowards about it. <laughs> we also had to pay for I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah. That was the plan original. Yeah, mad props for you know being willing to to do all those uh drastic things. Um <laughs> like yeah, when I when when it got to the part where you were shaving your head, I was like, holy shit like that's a big that's a big move like your hair was was good length and everything uh, nice, to, nice to see it's already you know almost halfway there it looks like we're coming in again man it's, yeah. it's working oh, yeah. uh no but yeah so i i hope everyone else enjoys this music video um and it has like millions of uh, views by the time uh this episode comes out because okay. like i said it, it's a great fucking music video and i loved like every little like little bit about it like there's that scene where you go up to like the the fake like uh gumball machine try to try and put a dollar yeah. in yeah i love that 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 originally wasn't edited in there so just to give credit because salvi is the one who um like shot the video and did the original original edit 
we had another friend um and his when we drop the video all their socials are going to be attached in the um in the bio but we had another friend who uh did some more editing for us as well so they kind of worked together in collaboration and uh like brought the best parts out of it because there was a lot of stuff that was in the first edit that we didn't end up using that we were probably going to save for something later we got a whole bunch of other footage as well from different times hopefully the plan is that we'll be able to make like maybe one more with what we have in the future eventually but that's we'll see yeah yeah, maybe uh, we're we're thinking maybe another music video for like Only Glow or something yeah. like that. That's my personal favorite yeah. right now. I love that song a lot. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, yeah. It's always good to have that uh, extra footage in the back pocket. You never know when you'll need it or or what you'll do with it. But yeah. um, stoked to see what what uh, what becomes of it. Yeah, dude. Thank yeah. you. I Thank appreciate you, man. Thank you. Um. So as we start to transition here, or at least before we fully transition. Um, is there anything that I might have not brought up or we haven't talked about for about Loud Fox Colt or the music video or the EP that you want the people to know about? Um, not anything that comes to mind. Yeah, not exactly. We're just, uh, we're, we're writing, we're, uh, yeah, just be practicing, just, just expect more music probably in like the. I expect us to be like working towards or recording something probably hopefully like sometime in next spring or next summer and uh yeah. and yeah. yeah maybe and and then maybe i don't know we also before that we actually recorded at steve's um we recorded all of our own music personally like sat mm. home and so uh and so i mean probably like we're, we're hoping to start you know record some demos and maybe release something that we recorded ourselves in the next you know yeah. few few upcoming months or something. yeah maybe uh, maybe uh i'm probably like the schedule would be like something like probably like a single or two and then we'll just like work on the album like and probably not have anything for a while but i mean yeah i mean and also my goal uh, so we, we both go to school for uh, music technology and uh, my, my goal is to be like someone like steve like the guy we recorded with uh like just to have like that'd be such a wonderful thing to have in your in your back pocket just to be the skill set to like yeah. be able to record anything and so to record your own music and also other people's music like, exactly that's, yeah. Analog and digital would be because we've been like digital recording like just through like audio interface for a long time. But like I can't wait to get equipment set up because I don't really know much about gear. That's part of guitar playing I'm kind of lacking in, which is surprising since I've been playing for so long. But like I'm really excited to get educated in all that stuff and like uh, I hopefully I can I can give the people in our area a good like you know good opportunities to get some stuff done for you know like good prices as well. Like I just want to foster that that creativity in the scene. Yeah, dude, always got to have someone uh, that can do that in the scene. I know here in Minneapolis, I believe their name is uh, Abe. Um, they've done a, a countless number like EPs for different people in the, in the scene. And uh, I think they took like their whole garage and basically turned it into like a studio and just cranks out. So, I mean, always good to have uh, someone that can do that and, and just help those bands that are at that level where they want to get good recordings but can't afford to like go anywhere big and like it's their first ones like i mean you guys are in that same spot like if there was someone that would have been able to get your vision done for a little bit cheaper in like uh the local scene i'm sure you guys would have done that too no, exactly. but to be fair though steve man if we did not have him it would not be anywhere near as as put together as it was because that yeah. dude was like a was like a goddamn guiding light bro i absolutely <laughs> love steve man steve and joe we never give joe enough credit bro joe's badass dude yeah, he's a uh, the other co-owner of the of the studio but yeah i absolutely love them i have nothing but 
really good things to say about them. Yeah, I can't wait to see him again. I've never witnessed a a YouTube video or somebody like at my school who mixed faster than Steve did. This dude's like a supercomputer. Like it was, it was (laughs) absolutely insane. He used like a gaming mouse because he was that. He was just he's crazy. Like it was was wild, dude. I don't even know like the like the like the one with the ball. You know what I mean? The big big red ball (laughs) mouse. Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, dude. I yeah, he's he's had some <laughs> <laughs> like the whole time, bro. It's crazy. Uh, well, no, that's that's awesome, and uh, like, I mean, hell yeah. Uh, keep keep pushing on, and uh, congrats with uh, you know, taking that path to school. I I that's something that I always thought about doing, and I just never did. And I have friends that have done it, and they, you know, really enjoyed doing all that. So, uh, props for deciding to do that. Yeah, thank you so much. I man. appreciate, I really appreciate it, man. It. Thank, thank you for giving us this platform, man. I really appreciate that you, uh, that you sent us the the message and everything, and that that you know you and other people as well are like actually interested in what we're doing. It, it really it validates the efforts because we did we did put a lot of ourselves into it. So yeah. it's really cool to see that. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, I I appreciate you guys wanting to be on and 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 chatting with me. Uh, we got a little bit more to talk about, but I mean, it's always fun. Oh, to, oh sorry, uh, my bad. No, my bad. no, you're you're, you're <laughs> fine. You're fine. Uh, you're not. You, you guys aren't the only ones that have, that have done that. I like. I've gotten <laughs> to the transition point before, and I'm like finishing up, like talking about the like their album and stuff, and they're like, "All right, yeah, dude. Like, thanks again. Like, we'll catch you later." And I'm like, "Yo, we still got like, we still got like at least like 20 minutes. Like, uh, no, but like, uh, like doing sitting down with people that like are are putting out killer things and are actually like passionate about like what they're doing, and uh, like that's that's what I i live for is to sit down and have these conversations with people like this and and i mean you guys are killing it i'm stoked to see what the next iterations of uh loud fox cult is going forward and what you guys do next thank you bro. Thank i you, appreciate man. that a lot. Appreciate it. yeah no hopefully it's uh bigger and better than it was before yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. um so as as we start to transition to later half this episode uh obviously this is beers with bands uh, you don't have to be drinking alcohol in these episodes because I will definitely do that for you. Okay, but good. I know, yeah. I, I know you fine gentlemen are drinking uh, a few beverages in front of you. What are you drinking on this fine uh, Friday night? Um, I, I, maybe I'm illiterate, but uh, Sprecher root beer because we don't drink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we all got a. We we are all drinking the same Sprecher root beer. It's got a little a bird on the front. I was so, supplied by this gentleman right here. Take take a look. Why don't yeah. you? Nice. <laughs> now is this is this the go-to flavor root beer or are you guys like normally like more of an aw or barks kind of person i know i know things can get heated definitely no definitely yeah. Yeah. aw is crazy i i kind of listen i was coming here isaac was like pick up some root beer i was like okay <laughs> i was like what i was just listen i like shows with gimmicks like this because uh the last one that we were on was called pop punk pizza pod so oh, we, had, yeah, yeah. we had to get some pizza. So you know, I just I, I'm like, hey, you know, this little 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 gimmick. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> I like that some root beer. That'd be that'd, yeah. be that'd be better than anything else. Like I'd be lame if I came on here drinking some water. Like who the hell would do that? <laughs> you know, you you wouldn't be the first person, and I wouldn't hate you for it. You're totally fine. Yeah, yeah I love water. I'm just playing. <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, no, uh, but I, I appreciate you guys at least getting uh, you know a beer themed drink. Oh, wow. Uh, from the root variety um, <laughs> most most listeners know what's coming i'm drinking a good old pbr because that's what this uh podcast runs on 
you got sponsored? I fucking, I fucking wish. I've sent, I've sent like at least three emails and never gotten a response once. And it's very sad. Oh, I believe in you. They'll find it one day and they'll be like, oh, this email is gold, bro. Yeah. Yeah. One day. Or or what happened is they looked at my original logos where I just ripped off the PBR logo. Uh, and they were oh, like, fuck no. this guy. So, oh, no. One of the two. One of the two. Oh, bygones are bygones, though. I'm sure they forgot about it. Yeah. Hopefully. Maybe yeah. I'll send it. That's right. I should email them. You're <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, you should, bro. Do it. Well, that, that'll do it for this uh, beer segment. Now we're going to kind of transition into the later half of these episodes, which are always my favorite part of the episodes. Obviously, um, there aren't many, there aren't going to be many show or tour stories to talk about, but yeah. this is where we talk about like some fun behind the scenes stories from your guys' time of music. Um, they can be, you know, from when you guys were recording the, the album, uh, recording the music video, or even like some cool shows that you guys have been to in your guys' life. Um, I'm not sure who wants to start or, or how you guys want to do this. Oh my god, this is hilarious. What? Where you woke up and the guy and the Spanish guy came in the house and said Steve's place and you thought, <laughs> oh, oh my god, yeah. There was some guy, so like we were take all, it away, Penny. We were all sleeping and uh, or well, no, I was sleeping, I think they were awake or, or no, 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 my ass was, sleeping. yeah, no, they were. <laughs> We were all sleeping. It was like really early in the morning. This was while we were recording our EP. I don't want to interrupt you real quick, but one detail I want to I want to include is that the beds that we were sleeping on they made a room for us. So it was really it was like really cool of them. But the specific bed that at the time I was asleep on <laughs> that he had to sleep on for the first two nights, oh, yeah. it was literally just like a piece of cloth with an iron bar. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like super uncomfortable. You're like laying there like like this, bro. And I, like I was like basically like hard asleep, but at the same time like like it was it was just hard. I was in an uncomfortable position, so I was in like, a weird a weird spot between like awake and not yeah. awake. And we were in, like a little it's like a little room, and then it's blocked off. It's a, it's right next to the to the control room, but uh, it's another little room. It's like a closet, like kind of like ha- like a closet and a half, I guess. Mm. Yeah, uh, continue. Um, so we're uh, we're just I, I I hear something, so I I'm awake, and they're both asleep, and. Uh, I keep hearing stuff and it's just this guy and I, the entire time the only people I've seen there is Joe and Steve right and I know what they sound like at this point so I'm like I'm pretty I'm familiar with if I wake up and I hear their voices or something I'd know uh, but I wake up and I hear some person I think they're speaking Spanish right and I get I'm like really and I hear them like moving stuff and whatnot so I'm thinking that like the studio might be being like robbed <laughs> we were constantly told the entire time lock these doors because we're really scared that somebody might steal yeah them. no i thought maybe <laughs> accidentally like left the doors unlocked or something yeah, like yeah that. yeah and so like i got really scared and i'm trying to wake isaac up and i'm like isaac there's some there's some guy out here and he's like making a lot of noise and he's so he's so tired he's goes he's like yeah well okay <laughs> and he goes back to sleep and i'm just like petrified sitting there and i forgot how i think i might have just went back no i remember sleep. he so he wakes me up right and I, I don't remember like 
like the because I was pretty much asleep, but from what he told me, uh, he had woken me up and then he was like, There's someone in here, and I sit up and I go, Oh my god, for real. And then so he's looking, he's looking around panicking, oh, yeah, trying to figure yeah. something out, right? And then all of a sudden he just hears yeah yeah and i know how to deal with it i think i just kind of eat a little bit yeah like back to back. <laughs> um i'm trying to that that one was pretty hilarious I'm there was also i i felt like on the way to the studio i had to be a, uh i had to be a bit of a mom at the at the airport with these two they've never I, thought, I think Jack was that your first time on a plane, That's Jackson. First time. I've been on a plane plenty of times. He's on a pl- been on a plane, but I, I feel like I've done it a lot, and it was just a struggle trying to get there to the because we had to be at the uh, at the at the airport at like fucking five in the morning or something like that. Yeah. So it's a struggle like trying to make sure that we were all awake, all had a ride to the airport. We were trying to like make sure that like somebody could drop us off, and then we we're like running through, and then like we were all like very confused at first because it was all of our first time like taking a plane by ourselves. <laughs> But I felt I felt like I had to figure it out a little bit, but it, we 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 made it pretty pretty good time. This gentleman is definitely the most uh, adult out of all. Of I'd say for sure. When it comes to travel, no, just in general, I think <laughs> at least more than me, for sure. <laughs> Thank you. Bro. I mean, it, it's always good to have at least like one mom or dad in the group that like is the one that's like, hey, like, we need home. to do this. Okay, yeah, yeah, I'm like I'm like all right, guys, let's look at the tickets here. Let's start moving here. Let's figure out what exit here. Like, and, yeah. Yeah. I would have been lost. This is my biological dad. <laughs> I see. Uh, that's where you get the hair from. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. No, I, I mean there is a resemblance. Yeah, there is. No, right. Um, uh, I'm trying to think if maybe I have one. I don't think I do. From the trip, what was some something else funny that happened? There's some things that are that are just like they maybe are like I just don't think they're story worthy. But there's definitely some hilarious stuff. Like it was more like little things like. I just remember, like, um, like, I don't remember actually. <laughs> I don't remember. Yeah. No, I mean it was it was a fun time, and also just hanging with hanging with Steve and Joe. They they were just such like, they, like it was it was we were very like, what are we walking into? When because mm. we never we never even had like a we probably had a phone call with them, and then we had we had he sent us a picture of him putting the thumbs up, and that was like the, <laughs> all we knew about these guys. And uh, you want to see it? I'm gonna find it. Yeah, yeah, find it. <laughs> you're gonna love Steve. You're gonna look at his face and you're gonna be like, "This man is just made for." It. But um, but but we, as soon as we came there, they were so welcoming, kind. Like we would, we would at the end of the night, we would all sit around a table together and all be laughing and talking together. And we're just like 18, 19 year old kids, and you know they're in their late 20s, early 30s. And it was just it was just cool that we were able to bond over the music that we were making and actually like make it a professional but also like a friendship relationship after yeah. you know. Mm. After- Get a, get a load of this wonderful gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love Steve, man. Yeah. But yeah, man. Um, and also, I mean, we've been uh, we've been recording. With, I mean, obviously, we talked about this, but we've been we've been recording with each other girls like since we were growing up. So there were so many just like, I mean, just like if you think back to your like just your kid, your the nights of being a teenager, being fourteen, staying at your friend's house. That's just like all the memories we made together. Yeah, so. they just kind of got mushed together honestly yeah, like, right. i don't really recall anything but uh specific. but but no and so it's just been it's just been fun to be able to like still make music with the guys and look back to those funny like memories of like staying the nights over their friend's parents house or something like that or you know and, like, sneaking out together the, and doing fun stuff the feeling that you get when you make like a in hindsight not very good but back then 
banger song. <laughs> yeah. Nothing felt better than that, bro. Yeah, nothing I, felt better. I remember like listening to certain like little demos that we recording and being like, "This is the best thing that we've ever done." And 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 then listening to it now and being like, "Wow, that was yeah." <laughs> yeah. You know, it's crazy how you can literally be convinced, like, guys, this is headlines, man. This is gonna break the news. Yeah. And yeah, it's just never like. <laughs> I mean, there, there's this, that's the specific reason why I keep the early EPs that my friends have done. Like, I still have them on CD, and oh, like, I, I'm oh, in the process of like, friend, bro. That's yeah, awesome. I, I try. Uh, I'm in the process of moving right now, so like, I packed up all my my records and my CDs, and I found them. So I had to send them all a picture, like, hey, people don't forget. Like, you guys could have still been something, man. Like this, no, everyone slept on this record, man. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, no, Dude, that's so we, funny. We actually, uh, back in middle school, before we did Loud Fox Cult, even, we had another band that we'd give, like, either just, like, random people or, like, we'd try to sell our friends, like, these CDs that we had. And I'm sure that somebody somewhere still has that, like, lying around. Oh, or, yeah. oh I guess he did. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. If you want one, man, I can mail it to you. But... You, st- you still have a box full? No, oh, these are, these are oh. actually uh newer ones oh yeah no that we made so before the ep came out uh we had um like just like a little we had some, well, i had some cds that we wanted to like burn some stuff onto so it's like a promotional package for the ep this was before all the songs were finished but oh, nice. we, we probably are going to resell these but, and we're going to burn the uh the new songs on but it was really cool we spent a lot of time we got some friends to do some editing jackson made like a, a personal note for everyone uh who buys them uh it's like nice. like he just made like just made these all in his own time and if you want to see it if you remember i'm so bored in the cover art this is the uh the cd cover look at that oh hell yeah i love i love this I, I love this design a lot so yeah no i keep one in my room as well yeah, yeah. good little memory mark yeah. and also a few friends were just we knew we knew some friends would want to buy some stuff from us and also we we're just trying to raise like a few like extra bucks for a few extra dollars oh yeah yeah we got boxes of them, <laughs> two of them specifically. Yeah, two boxes. Yeah. Uh, but no, th- th- those are things that like you need to make sure you preserve and hang on to. I know, like the friends that I send those those pictures to, I don't even think they have copies of those of some of the CDs that they would hawk uh, when when they were when their band was still fully going. And I know deep down, like I think they mentioned to me, like they they wish they would have held on to at least one or two copies of stuff. Oh, yeah. That way, they still had it. Definitely. We did have a, a phase where we were trying to really like just erase all of our old music, but like in hindsight, like even though it isn't good, it's memories. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like look back at it and you can be like, damn, I can think back to like eighth grade, like just happier times. Like it was really, really cool. Oh, yeah. hell yeah. yeah. Before we fully take off, I know we're talking about like, you know, these good memories, like, you know, like, like makes you feel like you're back in like eighth grade doing, doing shit with your friends. Yeah. In, in the time that you guys have been doing loud fox cult to now like what would you say is your favorite memory or favorite thing that's happened so far that's a great question yeah go ahead uh one time i was uh i took a i think it was two summers ago now uh i took a trip to new york or connecticut actually to go record help record another album with a different group of people and uh then we I was going to New York to meet some friends of mine that we've had online for a while. And uh, I lost my phone on my way to the, uh, to go meet them. But uh, anyways, I get to New York and somebody like 
randomly just I'm walking around and they're like, are you in a band? And I'm like, yeah, I am. And I'm like, and they're like, oh, you, you, you made like, you're terrific or whatever. You know, they show me that. I was like, that's crazy. That's someone's like <laughs> someone on the street in New York at, at, at like a random time of day. Yeah. That yeah somebody dude. like came up to me, but I don't know. Yeah. That was probably the coolest thing that's happened to me personally. Um, I, you want to yeah, go? I, I, well, I've had a similar, well, just like, I mean, and this doesn't surprise me because just like the like like the scene and just like you know, I, we we go to like smaller shows and like people that are seen it. So I have like multiple people that are like for some reason that have just noticed me, and I don't know if it's just like my blonde hair that sticks out or He's something. He's a recognizable face. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. But, there, but there's been like like coming to like close to like ten different occasions where people have came up to me and be like, "Love Fox Bolt, Love Fox Bolt," like, and so I'm like, dude, that's it's just a very nice feeling to to know that people around here just like can recognize our faces just from like looking at our Instagrams or our Spotify or something. I'm gonna be honest. I don't, I haven't had many of those encounters. I, I, I'm just like, I'm just like, damn, that would be kind of sick. But like, obviously I have, you know, before just like, but they have random people just come to them in public, literally sometimes, which is crazy. Um, for me personally, one of my favorite moments, uh, like proudest uh, is when I, when we were all kept coming up, we all had different things that we listened to, but um, in all honesty, like the main one, at least for me is uh, Remo Drive. I've been like, I have Remo Drive in my heart, like for as long as I live, like that is my all time, one of my all time favorite bands. And um, I always had it in my, in my mind that like one day, like I, I need to work with these people. Like it has to happen one day. So um, basically um, their, their uh, old drummer, Sam, who's now in early eyes, which is also fire. If anyone who's listening hasn't heard of early eyes, you need to check it out. It's really good. But um, the drummer, Sam, Sam Matthews, uh, he, he's played in early eyes. He's played in Remo drive, a couple other bands as well. Um, and he basically just like, I remember one day in the, in our group chat, our band group chat, I was just like, guys, wouldn't it be like such a like crazy thing? Like it's just a funny joke. If I just like sent, sam this particular song that we've been sitting on which ended up being i'm so bored but we've been sitting on it for a while because we didn't have drums and all of our old songs fun fact even you're terrific what you're listening to is automated garage band drums mm. so, so that's like everything that because i didn't have any other option i'm just recording on a mac like there's nothing i can really do at 15 you know what i mean right so um i basically we just we set him what we were sitting on and i wrote this like really short paragraph i'm like hey man like i really look up to you like uh and I, I, we have this song. I was gonna see if you'd be willing to get on. Like I'll compensate you, however. But it's just like, like I would, be, I would really appreciate it if you could get on here. So it was a shot in the dark. And they told me they're like, you miss 100% of the shots that you don't take. So you might as well try. Like nothing bad is gonna happen. You know what I mean? So we did. And he actually heard it. And he was like, yeah, this is actually good. I'd be willing to get on this. So he, um, he drummed on our song. Him and uh, some people from Hippo Campus helped uh, do the mixing and stuff on that as well. And that's, that's just really cool to me because I would have never imagined that, like, I, I would have thought that, like, if, if I did work with, you know, any members of that band or people in that, in that scene at all, like, who made it to the top like that, that it would be way later on down the line. Mm. But literally just having the courage to message someone, like, in my opinion, personally, changed the trajectory of my life. Like, that was a very important milestone for me because it proved that if I, you know, if we set our minds to something that we genuinely, genuinely can accomplish it yeah no matter how crazy it sounds dude 100 i i back that for the longest time doing this podcast i i would feel weird trying to like hit up anyone that i felt like was at like a big level or, or like a, a big touring act or main touring act um 
and you know like i had to get over that hump of just like fuck it just send the email worse that's gonna happen is they're gonna say no or they're just not gonna respond and that's a whole different issue but uh just take those shots and just see what the fuck comes from it i mean you get to work with remo drive doing all this shit for for your song and like that just like one it checks off like a box on your on your life goals but two just like i mean it's just incredible yeah yeah no and he's the sam is a great drummer i mean that's probably one of my favorite at least drum tracks we have on the song so yeah he did a really great job and it's really awesome that he's still super supportive too he's sending messages every once in a while like we update him when new stuff comes out and he's always been like a just really cool about it yeah he's a cool he's a really cool dude yeah Yeah. just fuck yeah I definitely, if if anybody hasn't or if you haven't, uh, I'd check out Early Eyes for sure. They're really yeah, good. Yeah, no, dude, yeah. seriously. Uh, it's funny too because I, I wanted to compare uh, your album titles to you know Remo Drives. They have you know their greatest hits, and you guys have cult classic. Yeah, uh, yeah. Kind of out. That, that's that's really like yeah. the biggest inspiration for it. It was actually going to be called uh, before cult classic. It was going to be called brought to you, so it'd be like brought to you by Loud Fox. That's cult. clever. Oh, okay, that. yeah, that is pretty. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, we we ended up going with cult classic. But yeah, we, we like I I love that there are stuffs called like pop music and greatest hits and stuff. That's so cool. To I'm, yeah. I'm gonna be honest though. Now that you pointed that out, I hadn't even thought about that. <laughs> <laughs> classic like that doesn't even i didn't even correlate that at all <laughs> but it makes uh, sense because that yeah. is the biggest inspiration yeah uh well you know dude this has been a this has been a great conversation great great hangs on this uh fine friday night you know like i like i said this this ep is killer everyone that's listening please go check it out and you know just be ready for what's what's in the wheelhouse coming next hopefully uh the the minnesota the, not minnesota the michigan scene uh gets a little bit more revived and you guys can uh get out there and uh hit the stage uh one to many thousand times oh okay. dude. We'll, we'll be i appreciate there. that man. yeah thank you and we'll be we'll, hopefully this summer we're gonna try and do a couple of shows so yeah, yeah. hopefully if anybody's listening to this in the michigan area we can you can come see us this and summer we're we're absolutely gonna crack down so i can promise that when we do play shows that we're not gonna disappoint we're gonna put a lot of work into it yeah yeah well uh i'm like i said i'm stoked for you guys and uh if anyone's looking for merch music or just loud fox cult in general where can they find it um so for all of our like for streaming purposes we're like basically everywhere our the main one we pay attention to obviously i feel like as most people is like spotify and apple music but we're also on Bandcamp. uh we do want to eventually start getting to like getting merch out but like like i said because I, I probably could figure it out but since we're you know still kind of young like i don't know how i would implement like a merch system yet that yeah. is like you know i can keep track with it and everything because we don't even have anywhere to like put all of our stuff yet so when we do get that figured out it'll be uh it'll be updated and i generally try on our spotify um to like update people regularly with yeah. everything yeah and and if you if you want to keep like up to date every we're gonna any of our social medias twitter instagram we're gonna post all the time like when something drops or if we if we do end up releasing merch we'll uh put our hyperlink there and yeah. uh you'll be able to get it there yeah. and all of our socials are just loud fox cult yeah everything yeah yeah and uh i mean depending where you found this episode whether it's facebook twitter instagram or you're watching it on on youtube all the the links are in the description below uh, make sure you hit those hyperlinks go follow them on all the social media platforms and uh stay up to date be ready for shows merch 
more music, everything, and uh, you know, keep keep uh, keep an eye on these, these lovely folks. Oh, yeah. Thank oh, you. That, oh, dude, you're Thank a lovely you. folk too, man, bro. Bump it up let's again, bro. Bump right. on, man. Come on, do we participate? Oh, yeah, let's go. Bumps. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, uh, like I said, this is this is a great uh, great Friday night. Um, I mean, that's gonna end it for this episode, and I'll catch everyone on the next one. All right, man. Thank you for having me. I don't know where we stand or why you're doing this to me. Most of the time, I don't know where I am or what happened to me. I don't know where we stand or why you're so obsessed with me. Some of the time, I forget who I am or what's become of me. You likely know. Don't know.